What is up, guys? I'm here with my best pals from Pat's Chat. We've got Boris here and Danny. We're ready for the, we're ready for the Lions game, the Matt Patricia game, the Josh Gordon game. What's going on, my pals? What's up, Boris? Uh, just looking forward to another weekend of football, uh, specifically the Patriots, seeing how they attack Trish's defense. And I really think it's going to be a battle of who leaves the middle of the field open the worst. So what's up, Danny? What's going on, guys? Uh, I'm excited to have Josh Gordon. I'm also looking forward to a, a Sony Michelle game and uh, seeing, like Boris said, how they attack the middle of the field against a Matt Patricia defense. Yeah, that cross-eyed freak's going to go for at least 20 yards. <laughs> I'm <afraid> to sneeze. <laughs> I will not accept this slander. <laughs> All right, so first things first, um, our favorite guy, Cyrus Jones, is back on the team. He's practicing with the safeties. Personally, I would say I feel better that he's a safety and not a corner because he's absolutely burnt toast. He has good ball skills. He's kind of short, so – I don't see him really – he's probably not going to be great, but uh, he can be better than Jordan Richards is what I'll say. What do you think, Boris? Better than Jordan Richards, that does not exactly take much. Confirmed. I don't exactly like the move to bring him back. I don't think he's an NFL-caliber player. He's got speed, but he doesn't have the size, and I don't think he has the instincts to be a safety. And they bring him back to be a special teamer as well, possibly return kicks. I just go back to the Bills game in 2016. I was at that game, and he brought out about three kicks to maybe the 10-yard line, and the crowd was just letting him have it. And then finally his fourth return, he just kneeled it, and the crowd just erupted. It was fantastic. (laughs) What about you, Danny? I'm going to have to disagree with Boris. Uh, I kind of like the move. Uh, I mean, he adds special teams value. Uh, he has very solid ball skills, and I think that can uh, benefit him playing as a safety. I mean, he's an Alabama player, uh, Belichick's close with Saban. Obviously, the kid can play football. Um, he can return. He's fast. I-, I think the safety position will definitely benefit him. I don't think he's going to be a great player, but he'll be solid in the role that Belichick gives him playing as a safety. Well, you know what? I've tried to look at the bright side here and not totally shit on Saracens like I have all the time. But back in 2017, summer 2017, in West Virginia, the Patriots came to practice and Cyrus Jones was getting booed in West Virginia because he was muffing (laughs) punts. And ironically, this is the summer where all the Pats Beach riders were telling me that Cyrus Jones looks good at punt returning, blah, 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 Cyrus Jones. And he he was getting fucking booed in West Virginia. Cyrus Jones was known in West Virginia. That's all you need to know. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty crazy. I mean, he, he did have a lot of screw-ups, though, you know? Uh, I mean, a couple to months. To say the and, least. And, and like Boris was saying, he was at the game. And I remember that game very well where he was getting booed and finally kneels and he gets cheered. But I think it'll be a nice little comeback story. Uh, he's definitely better than Jordan Richards. And, frankly, that's all that matters because we just shouldn't speak of that name. It, he's gone. <laughs> he's the Falcons problem now. <laughs> the worst player in ever history ever. Uh, he's actually starting for the Falcons right now. If you guys didn't see. Yeah, I saw his. Uh... I feel sorry for everybody in Atlanta. I don't. I already do, but you know what? I'm happy he's not with us anymore. <laughs> exactly. All right. So we talked about it last pod. 
and I'm just we're just not over it. Josh Gordon, he's a fucking patriot. So we're just gonna we're just gonna give his 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 biggest fan this the floor here. So with without further ado, Connor Boris on Josh Gordon. Now uh, Monday on the podcast, you referred to me possibly having an erection and. Uh, I'm here to confirm that I still have one. It hasn't gone down. I should probably see a doctor. It's kind of gross down there. But this is a player that we've wanted for so many years. I've been talking about Patriots possibly getting him since 2014, and finally it happens. I've always said that uh, Brady's better now than he was when he had Randy Moss. Uh, Just all-around player. Makes more uh, good reads. And now we have a Randy Moss-like player. He he's not as fast, he's not as tall, but he's he has the four-three speed, and he's built like a tight end. He's going to be more durable. He's just such a dynamic player. Go back to 2013 when he just fathered prime Akib Talib for 150 yards and a touchdown, and Browns still lose the game because they're the Browns. <laughs> Yeah, I totally agree, Boris. I watched every single one of uh, Josh Gordon's 2013 targets and 2017. You know, it was only it was really small sample size, but my God, the guy can fucking snatch passes from anywhere. Like, it's just mossing people. It yeah. did not matter where the ball was. He's catching it. Yeah. And father Casey Hayward in his first game back. So yeah, Casey he- Hayward said that Gordon and OBJ were his toughest covers last year. And – uh, back in 2013, his snag over Adam Jones. That's just ridiculous. That shouldn't happen. Yeah, but people people are telling me, well, he's, you know, he's only played 11 games in four years. You don't know if he's good. Yeah, check the fucking tape, dipshit. He's fucking good. Mm-hmm. Try again. Now, now I may add, uh, I sparked one up on Monday for uh, <laughs> Gordon Day. And about an hour later, Ian Rappaport tweeted out that we were close to closing a deal for Josh Gordon. So I'm not saying I'm the reason why, but I don't think it's a coincidence. Yeah, I, I don't think it is either. I really don't. I think it's definitely not Danny. That's for sure. Nope. <laughs> Josh fucking Gordon. <laughs> Flash, man. The, the dude's a freak. Uh, I mean, and he has very little wear and tear on his body. You know, like Bryce was saying, people say he hasn't played in, you know, however long. That's just time that he's been training and just getting his better. I mean, an underrated aspect to his game is how smart he is. You know, that, that's kind of key to the, the Patriots wide receiver playbook is, you know, getting on that same level as Brady and finding the open zones, the soft zones. And I think that's a very strong point of his game. You know, I think he does that very well. And he'll catch yeah. everything, you know. Yeah, I think he's actually low key. He could have like a he could have like an eight to ten catch game this game just because of how smart he is. You and think so? He, he, yeah, I think I think it'll be pretty clear pretty early that Josh Gordon needs to be on the field like every down. Uh, when he's on the field, he's a top ten wide receiver in the NFL, and you can't you can't say otherwise. Uh, and he's don't, not nine. Don't, he's not eight. He's, he's not, not seven. Two. He's one. He's not six. He's not five, four, or three, or even two. When he's on the field, he's commanding, you know, two to three people's attention. I mean, in 13, he had 87 catches for 1,600 yards. Have you seen that shirtless pic of that man when he's training? 
Yo, it, his ass. It's like a god. Oh my goodness. He was handcrafted. <laughs> he was chiseled by God himself. He he could fucking pummel puny and Antonio Brown. Like Antonio Brown could never. I mean, his it just feels good that Brady finally has a big body wide receiver. For sure. And I mean, he's not just some slow just target. He can fly. He's not Chad Ochocinco. He's not he's, Riley McCarron. Yeah, he's, he's not number 19 beer gut that was uh, in the picture with Josh Gordon. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Still an unnamed wide receiver, but we don't that want him. That was actually me. That was actually me. It was just bulking season. <laughs> <laughs> Getting ready for hibernation. All right, guys. So this weekend entails of our favorite guy on this podcast, which is Matt Patricia. Fuck I'm going to start – I'm going to start out by telling my favorite Matt Patricia story, which I've told a couple times, but it's still funny every time. So once Matt Patricia got hired with the Patriots, on his defensive meetings, guys were falling asleep. They weren't even showing up. They were walking out there leaving. So Belichick had to come in and sit in on Matt Patricia's meeting so guys wouldn't fall asleep and wouldn't leave. So I don't know why this didn't sound a fucking red flag, but – there we were in the Super Bowl, allowing 700 yards to Nick Foles, and it just they just come hand to hand. Oh, I got to go throw up. <laughs> Don't speak of the Super Bowl. It makes me sick. <laughs> fucking give Matt me, Patricia. Some someone give me a good fucking Matt Patricia story. Just the funniest thing about Matt Patricia, or the worst. I mean, how about it was like the first week. Of uh, Brian Flores being in, and the and the players are coming out and saying how, you know, he's letting them fly and the defense is a lot simpler. I mean, I, I, that just speaks a lot. You know, that's that's why people are falling asleep. He's trying to teach rocket science to his defensive players before the Super Bowl. It's not going to help you stop Nick Foles. Yeah, Jesus. Just ha- I'm just happy that this man is not coaching the defense anymore. He overcomplicates things. It's just not a good way for success in the NFL. Dropping Trey Flowers in the in the coverage. You hate to see it. You really on do. Le'Veon Bell, twenty yards down the field. We're gonna oh put fifty God. points up on this fat diabetic. Trey Flowers. To John. Trey Flowers doing anything other than setting the edge or just rushing the passer is you're asking for bad things to happen. Uh, right, and that's not a knock against Trey Flowers. It's that's not his job. You know. Yeah, it's actually I mean, it's a crazy concept, but Matt Patricia's job is actually to make Trey Flowers' job easier, not harder. Exactly, and, and he did the exact opposite. <laughs> and I mean, I got nothing against Matt Patricia. He just is not. I do. I, I mean, I do. But I like, absolutely do. I do, but <laughs> I'm, I'm happy the for fat diabetic. Job. I'm happy he has a job, but I'm happy it's not with New England. <laughs> My favorite Matt Patricia moment is. Him leaving for the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally sure everyone says the th- same thing. You know, the funniest thing around here is how we, as Patriots fans, would always talk about what the fuck is he doing with that pencil in his ear for like oh my years with the laminated play sheet. No one caught up to it. And then I heard I heard Bill Simmons talking about it, so it finally went finally went national. But actually, Matt Patricia, what the fuck are you doing with that pencil? What do you write down? Like, what are you doing? Nothing. Dude? No, we never got this answer. Absolutely nothing. And he still does it. And it just, when a big play would happen, and then the cameras would zoom in on Matt Patricia's face, and he just looks like a 
fat bozo that has no idea what he's doing with the pencil in his ear, and he's just stuffing his face in the laminated paper. And it's just so aggravating. Those RPOs, man. Or when he, when he rubbed his beard. <laughs> Those RPOs. Like he's trying to think of something, but he's actually not thinking about anything. It's called Patricia face. <laughs> the you, Patricia know, face. You, know what it, you know what it is. The it's Patricia factor. Patricia <laughs> he's a rocket scientist and can't stop an RPO. <laughs> Di- fucking diabetic. <laughs> Oh God! I'm so happy he's gone. Yeah, you know, uh, it's it's hard to rag on him even more because our defense just got ate, eaten alive by Blake Bortles again RPOs. just last game. Yeah, the fuck those RPOs, bro. Those that's, fucking RPOs. That's Bel- because, uh, Bill Belichick versus RPOs and Blake Bortles. That's the biggest rivalry in sports. That's because Bill it's Belichick, not a rivalry. Uh... It's not a rivalry. <laughs> RPOs wins every time. <laughs> Bill Belichick's father is also running the show over there in uh, Jacksonville. It's Tom Coughlin. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you're I you're hear, actually right. Boris. I hear no you're lies right. there. Yeah, you're speaking the truth. Owen three in Super Bowl, well, Owen two in Super Bowls against Tom Coughlin, and now what is what is he total against Tom Coughlin? Well, he won. What was it? Oh seven in week sixteen, right? Or week seventeen? They lost the uh, regular season in two thousand eleven. And the Jags considered week two their Super Bowl, so that counts as a Super Bowl loss. Yeah, yeah you're, you're right there. <laughs> 2015, we beat the Giants. Gronk had the bomb, and uh, Janoris Jenkins tripped over to safety. I, I think it was Janoris. We almost lost that game, though, too. Didn't they miss a kick at the end? Uh, clutch kick, Stephen Guskowski. I'm going to say yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? You're right. Still, before, uh, Tom before he missed the extra point in Denver and was actually reliable. <laughs> that that game actually broke, that game actually broke him. I think these kickers now are so mentally soft; it is pathetic. They miss one kick and it just derails their whole career. Mm-hmm. That's look a really at, that's a really good point, Boris. I mean, you look from that point on. He missed two kicks in the Falcons Super Bowl game. We had to convert two fucking two two point conversions, which is like unheard of. Yep. Thanks, Kosowski, if, you, if you're listening. <laughs> Thanks. Could have three-peated. <laughs> With ease. All right, boys. Now we move on to our offensive X factor. And for me, the offensive X factor is that this game is indoors because Tom Brady's last seven games indoors, not counting Super Bowl, 16 touch, touchdowns, four interceptions, 328 yards per game. And if you count the Super Bowl, it's another 500 yards, three touchdowns. Ooh. So Brady's absolutely on fire. And he's going against a fat diabetic, which I am just so confident that he's going to fucking rip up the fat diabetic the way Sam Darnold did. And so I'm pretty confident Brady's X factor. I'm going high. I don't care. What about you, Boris? I was going with Brady as well. It's just after that uh, disappointing um, loss the other week, just look for Brady to come back, firing the ball all over the field. The middle of the field should be wide open. That'll – be good for Gronk. Probably a big game for Gronk this weekend. About you, Danny? I think Sony Michelle is going to have a really good game this week. Uh, he was on the field for 13 plays last week, and they either ran the ball with him or attempted to throw the ball to him. I believe it was 11 out of 12 times. Now, if that doesn't show you what they think of him, 
then I don't know. I, I think they're going to feed him the ball this week. You know, Danny, I have some rules in life. And one of the, one of the rules is you can't be cross-eyed and be a star athlete. Like, you just can't <laughs> he do sees Like, name multiple, one, cross, he sees name one cross-eyed holes. athlete that's good. Sony Michelle. One. There just you one. go, Sony Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's he, where he lives. He, he sees, sees multiple holes, but he doesn't have the depth perception. <laughs> 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 I'm sure he sees a whole lot of shit. I think with Jeremy Hill going down, that kind of forces Sony Michelle into a role where he has to, he has to be a factor in this offense this year. I mean, you think about the past years, uh, running backs that we draft, they kind of get a red shirt year. You know, it goes back with James White, Shane Vereen. They all really don't play their first year. I think it's going to be the opposite with Sony Michelle. I mean, especially since we drafted him in the first round, I think he's going to be a big part of the offense going down. You know, throughout the year. But honestly, I ragged on him, but I do have the 60-year-old rookie as my second X factor of the game. I think they should feed him, try to get him going. Just yeah. You can't waste a first-rounder on a running back and not play him. Exactly. Yeah, you guys are totally right. And I was watching the 49ers-Lions game earlier, and the Lions allowed like 190 yards rushing. And if you watch the game, you're thinking, how the fuck? Where are these yards coming from? Because – it didn't look like they were busting big runs. And same with the Jets game. They had, the Lions gave up two 60-yard runs. So maybe maybe Sonny Michelle can pop through the hole and have a nice long run. And then he can go to the senior citizen home afterwards <laughs> and celebrate by, with some tapioca pudding and some Bengay. <laughs> Get his uh, arthritis worked on. I said they got to go right from the first drive and put Sony out there. You know, first down, give him a run. Give him a toss. They got to they gotta no. get him in the open field. First play of the game. Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon. Touchdown. I, I hate touchdown. you guys. <laughs> I, James White and Sony Michelle game this week. I think Josh Gordon yes. has kind of a slow start in New England. No. no, I, no you guys are going to roast no me. Shot. I think Brady to Gordon is no longer reserved for Madden. I don't have to dream about seeing Brady throw <laughs> 200 yards to Josh Gordon. It, it's going to happen. I could be wrong, and I, I will gladly be wrong, but I think Gordon – I think he'll get some catches. He'll get a lot of plays. But I think Matt Patricia is going to over-defend on Josh Gordon and kind of like like you guys said earlier, leave the middle of the field open. And that gives, you know, Gronk, Michelle, White, those kind of – Dorsett gives those guys some, some big play the opportunities. With, the problem with that is who's going to cover Gordon for them? Slay, Nobody. Slay likely is out. Slay is already concussion. out. I think he's already – No, he's he's questionable. Oh, really? They, they yeah, put it out today. He's that. questionable. Uh, uh but if he is out, who's going to cover him? Because even with double coverage, they don't have anybody good enough to cover him. I don't think Slay can cover him position. anyways. I mean, Slay is really no. good. I like Slay a lot, but he can't cover Josh Gordon. <laughs> no, Nobody can. No, the guy's just too good. Too big. Just a freak of nature. I can't wait till Patricia drops Ziggy Ansa in the coverage against Gronk 17 times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for that. <laughs> Yeah, we we would absolutely love that. So let's get on to our defensive X factors here, and I'll start and I'll say what I'll have two. So uh, one of them is going to be Adrian Claiborne because Trey Flowers is out. Keontae Davis looks looked really bad last game. Derek Rivers is probably going to play, and this motherfucker Adrian Claiborne set the edge. 
just set the edge. You're an X factor because you need to set the edge. Because I counted five times last game where Adrian Claiborne rushed past the quarterback, didn't set the edge, and Blake Bortles is rushing, rushing for a first down. But now, with that being said, my second X factor is the one, the man, the myth, the second best cornerback on this team, Eric Rowe, oh. with the bounce, with the bounce, with the bounce back. He's going to probably be covering. Galladay, and that's a pretty tough cover. The cover the Lions have three really good wide receivers: Galladay, Tate, Marvin Jones. So Eric Rowe is going to have to be good this game because I just don't see another player covering Galladay besides Gilmore, and Gilmore is probably going to be on Jones, mm-hmm. and John Jones is going to be on Tate, obviously. So those are my X factors, and I think Eric Rowe will have a better game this game. What about you, Boris? Uh, my X factor is going to be that big fatty high tower. He just looks like an absolute fat, slow slob on the field. <laughs> it was disgusting, and people are using his injury as an excuse when it's an upper body injury. He shouldn't be having problems running. I get he's a more old-school linebacker, but it, he is just so slow, and it does not look good. We cannot have him just walking through the middle of the field like he was last week. Trotting. He was actually he was jogging. He was jogging. Yeah. yeah. About you, Danny Boy. Dietrich Wise, I think. Oh, is he going to play? I mean, his finger's pretty. He was taken off the injury report today. Oh, okay. So now he's on deer antler spread. Now exactly. I hope they put him in a club too. Uh, I I think Dietrich (laughs) Wise is going to have. I hope he has a really good game. I I think he will. He's going to get a lot more snaps this week. Obviously, with Trey Flowers being out, I like Wise a lot. I'm, I'm very high on him. I mean, he's still young. He's still learning. He's a solid player, though, and, you know, I think he's going to have a pretty solid game. Uh, they got to get pressure on Matt Stafford, though. I mean, Adrian Claiborne, too. He's very good, idiots. Listen. <laughs> 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 but at, at the least, Dietrich Wise could take his club and just club the fuck out of Matt Patricia. At the very and least. I, would, I, would, I would like that. I would love that, actually. Punch his fat belly. They need to cover the middle of the field this week. Yep. Yep. Jawan Bentley. Jawan Bentley. He he had a down week last week. He's a rookie. Which is expected. He looked so good in the Texans game, and last week it just wasn't good. It was a it was a really bad defensive game plan last week, though, and I I think it's less his fault. Bill Belichick versus mediocre quarterbacks versus RPO. Name a more iconic. (laughs) Name a more iconic duo. <laughs> also, what I want to say to uh, Boris's take on Hightower is something our linebackers coach used to tell us all the time. Actually, our defensive line coach. He used to look at the fat linebackers that have clearly been overeating in the offseason and say, Hey, buddy, you're a biscuit away from playing D tackle. <laughs> and I think that's, what, that's, that's where we are right now. I think with Hightower, he hasn't played in a real game in a while. I mean, obviously, these last two weeks, but training camp and, and, and preseason are completely different than a real game. Week six, Hightower will be back, I think. And I think they just need to, you know, put him down the A-gap. No more coverage. Just send him after the quarterback. Yeah, set the edge. They just need to put him on yep. the edge. Get him on the edge. Get Claiborne off the field. Minimize Hightower's uh, sideline-to-sideline problem here. And uh, just put him on I... the edge. And if he eats a little bit more, you can always just sub him in for Adam Butler on the defensive tackle line. <laughs> or Keontae Davis. I like the idea <laughs> yeah. of putting him at the edge, but – we don't have the pieces in the middle of the field to really Bentley take and him Van Noy. solely there. Van... I'm not as high on Van Noy as most people. Van Noy has looked really good these past two weeks. 
And I think every game Van Noy gets better. You, you guys might not agree. I like Van Noy a lot. You know, I like Van Noy. I think the problem for the Patriots linebackers is they're, they're just not very fast sideline to sideline. And someone that is is Nick Grigsby. Uh, Marquise Flowers plays for a line. Should have kept Marquise Flowers now. Just saying. Yeah. I'll say he looks better sideline to sideline. He he's the best out of all. Yeah, speed sure. wise, he, he makes a defense a lot yep. faster. And Alandon Roberts is the worst out of everyone. So should have kept Flowers over Roberts. I feel like we have too many Roberts type linebackers on the Roberts on the and the Roberts in the Super Bowl on an RPO. It's an obvious pass, and he just goes for the run. <laughs> leaves the leaves the wide receiver wide open in the middle of the field. He sees the quarterback with the ball. Still goes after the running back. <laughs> I can't. I can't remember if it was last week or the week before, but I think it was the week before the first week. Uh, Elandon Roberts was covering a running back, and he fucked, He just fell down. <laughs> the, the running back came across the middle and just made one move, and Landon Roberts fell that's, down and barely got the. That's tackle. the epitome of his career, got, right there. Yeah, he, Why is this man and, still on the Patriots? <laughs> he got up and shook his fist like he normally makes that play. <laughs> that was the funniest part. He's like, ah, oh, fuck. And normally, I'm a sh- I, normally, I usually get this guy. I'm usually blanketed on this fucking back. Ever, ever since the Bills game in 2016, Bill has been absolutely fucking pants down for Roberts. And it's just disgusting. Well, it's, Rob- it's his linebacker, who is Jordan Richards. Linebacker Jordan Richards. That's what Robert says. That hurts. That name. That name haunts me. He's big Jordan Richards. Is all he is. That's the next guy that we need. Same football IQ. (laughs) That's the next guy. You know the funny thing about Elaine and Roberts is how high even I was on Elaine and Roberts after the uh, the guy who wore bags on his hands and liked video games over football, Jamie Collins, got torched by Owen Daniels. The twice. corpse. Owen oh, Daniels' Owen corpse. Daniels. Gram- Grandpa he, Daniels. They, they literally took Jamie Collins off the field and put Elaine and Roberts on the field, and they were better. Like, what is that? Well, tell? Roberts' rookie year was, was really good. And, I mean, I thought he was going to be a pretty good linebacker, a good thumper, you know, next to Hightower. But, obviously, uh, that didn't pan out. I think he might – I think he might be like blind. I think he might be special needs and blind. He's cross-eyed. He might... <laughs> Gotta be. <laughs> he needs some advice on Sony Michelle and how to hit the. You right know, hole. I've never seen Sony Michelle and Landon Roberts in the same room before together. So, you know, what do I know? <laughs> oh man, we've got some real characters on this team. We've got a arthritic running back with some with some upside. <laughs> We've we've got big Jordan Richards on the other side of the ball, and you've got Club Dietrich Wise and Adrian Claiborne, whose one only move is to rush past the quarterback. Marsh, and the one thing, and the the one thing you can't do in Bill Belichick's defense is rush past the quarterback, and that's Adrian Claiborne's only move. So I really don't know how this was a good fit. Bill Belichick's defense is just disgusting. He he's playing that O four defense. <laughs> Oh four, he's playing like he still has Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> right, he's stuck in the eighties and nineties, man. I think Josh Gordon could actually play some good backer for us. I think Edelman would be a better linebacker. I think you're high right now, Danny. Josh Gordon six three two. Hey, 
to whatever. Edelman will do anything. Josh Gordon's again. Everything. <laughs> Is that because he's white? I'd feel better. No, he, he's a hardworking. Because uh, he's got the racist Patriots fan. Everybody's gritty. gritty. Hardworking. Knows the grindstone type of guy. <laughs> the kind of guy we love. And yet, Josh Gordon's just the kind of guy that just he just won't catch up on the playbook. He just. Uh, he's just not a hard worker. He's not good. He's not very Nose smart. To the blunt kind of the guy. Media, <laughs> that's what the media told us, and it actually turns out the opposite is true. I want to see Josh Gordon first play, line up out wide, blunt hanging out of his mouth. Just... <laughs> sunglasses. Yep, the sunglasses too. I might have to spark him right. up every Josh Gordon touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, our keys to the game. I'm going to start off uh, – <coughs> I think my key to the game is just really like Boris was saying earlier, attacking the the Patricia defense the same way the Jags attack the Patriots defense, which is horizontally across the field. You'll see sometimes where uh, Patricia's defense is uh, not well coached. Shocking, right? Mm. I know. But you'll see sometimes where the back is just wide open, completely. The linebackers and the corners are running into the into each other, trying to guard a back in the flat or try to take the wide receiver in the middle. I think. I think Gronk's going to have a big game over the middle. Uh, George Kittle had a lot of targets last week. I think that's going to be big. Uh, we got to tackle Blunt. If Blunt forces trauma against us for the second time he faces us in a row, I'm probably going to hang myself. So I don't want to see that at all. Be ready and for it. I'll, yeah. <laughs> and along with that, we have to start fast. Like we have to get up on the lines quickly and make Matt Stafford a one-sided quarterback because otherwise I can see a scenario where it's like blunt force trauma all over the place. And Matt Stafford's just dishing off easy play actions over in the middle. What do you guys think? Uh, cover the middle of the field. Like I said, all podcasts, you need to cover the middle of the field. This is the Achilles heel of the defense. We cannot cover the middle, no matter what the linebackers aren't fast and they need to figure something out and quick with that. And now you can't even bring Chung down as a hybrid option there because he's likely out with a concussion. Cyrus Jones. Not, not that he's been good anyway. No, no Cyrus oh, Jones. He's 5'9". I do not want him <laughs> anywhere. Danny, I'm, Danny, do you know I'm bigger than Cyrus Jones? I'm really fine, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah. What do you think, Danny? I think offensively. Besides from your horrible Cyrus Jones hey, take. You guys will be eating crow this Sunday. Just wait. <laughs> offensively, yeah. you got to establish the run. Got to take the lead early. I mean, the Lions are giving up, what was it, 4.6 yards per carry? This No, it's actually like 6.9. 6.9? But go on. <laughs> yeah, 6. Further proving my point. For running backs, it's 6.9 yards get, per carry. But yeah, disgusting. Just, just Patricia defense. Get, <laughs> Patricia get Tony defense. Michelle going. Take the lead early and force Matt Stafford to throw the ball. And then defensively, you got to get pressure on Matt Stafford. Force him to rush his throws, throw in the tight coverages, make He's him throw really good idiot. He's very good at it. <laughs> He's going to have a lot of good garbage time stats when we're up 20 points. No, I just don't see that happening. No? Defense is so vulnerable. That Texans game was fool's gold from the defense. Yeah, look but, at uh, look at what happened with the uh, Texans last week. The Titans beat them. The Titans aren't good either. Dude, that was Blaine Gabbert, though. Come on. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think we gotta got to get pressure on Stafford. Make him force his throws. Get rid of it early. You can't let him sit in the pocket yeah. and make reads. 
I'll say the thing about Matt Stafford is enough thing that Gerard Mayo said is he's actually sneaky mobile, so you actually have to set the edge. He's he's probably not as athletic as Blake Bortles, but Matt Stafford is a pretty good athlete and he can get really accurate. You know, he's a I still think he's a pretty good quarterback and he can still make all the throws. So if you're not on your game like last week in Jacksonville, plenty of miscommunications by the Patriots defense where guys are Guys have no idea what they're doing. You know, I, I assume that we, the year two in Gilmore's system and the the other defense having plenty of experience, we wouldn't be doing this again, but we did it against Jacksonville. So they just really have to limit the communications there and just play football and please, dear God, cover the backs because <laughs> please, dear God. I don't – you know, Bill Belichick called Reddick a really good player and he's right and he should cover him out of the fucking backfield because if he doesn't like last game we're gonna we're gonna get towards Cyrus Jones bang scenes when Patricia gets fired mid-season and comes back as defensive coordinator (laughs) do not that's a horrible thought oh god that's scary (laughs) yeah I guarantee Patricia's getting fired this year though I guarantee it you think so I I can see it happening but that's just not smart. They don't give coaches time anymore. You got to them... get players to buy in. You got to get yeah, the exactly. players who aren't buying in out. And it's just one year isn't enough. They need to give them ten years, like Gruden. <laughs> ten years, I don't know. I think the I think the thing about Patricia is all three sides of the ball have been just horrendous. Uh, the offense has gotten worse. The Jets players were calling out plays for the lines. And the defense is fucking atrocious, and that's supposed to be Patricia's specialty. But we know it's not, but it's supposed to be. His special teams were absolutely awful. So Galladay, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, Galladay's good. Galladay's really good. Galladay's really good. Yeah, I wish we had Galladay. He could be an X factor for the Lions. If if Eric Rowe doesn't have a bounce back game, I think uh, Galladay could have a a big game. Now you need to put. Gilmore on Galladay. He's got Stafford's favorite target this year. Uh, I think if you don't put Gilmore on Marvin Jones, uh, it's a mistake. No, I think Boris is uh, Boris is right. I mean, they've lined they've lined up Galladay single on the side and just have him run little slant. Stafford's forcing it to him. I could see a scenario where they put Gilmore on Galladay a little bit, but the problem is, is you have to put you have to put a bigger guy on on Jones and that would probably be Roe and I'm pretty high on Roe but you guys probably aren't so I would I'd feel okay with that matchup. I like Roe Ro. Ro is good matchup he's streaky. He's very matchup he based. Streaky. Like Julio Jones in the in Super Bowl 51, he did an unbelievable job covering him, but obviously Julio made a few good plays cuz it's Julio. Julio Jones. He's an unbelievable player. But Roe did a good job of covering him that game. But then Roe will let up 100 yards and a touchdown to a scrub. Yeah, and also, the thing about last week is he shouldn't have been on Cole at all. Gilmore should have been on Cole. That's I said on last podcast, but that's the one thing I I don't understand about the Patriots. Cole was, I I thought, their best receiver, and Roe is, I I still think Roe is good, but he's he's just not fast. Very injury prone too. He can't he can't make the movements without fucking tearing his groin. I was gonna say he he's our he's on the injury list with a groin injury. Yeah, Uh, unfucking believable. He's laying too much pipe uh, (laughs) on the off days. Jeez, such low standards for a woman letting losers like that. Unbelievable. (laughs) 
Well, you see, you seen Jordan Rich's wife? She's kind of a dime. Stop lying. <laughs> that fucking big goof. Yeah. <laughs> Not only is he a big goof, but he's fucking terrible. Horrible. <laughs> he got drafted in the second round. The second Another round. Bill Belichick <laughs> hit in the draft. Just amazing pick by Bill. Such a great a really, value. This is a really gritty player. This is a really gritty captain from Stanford. You know, for as smart as Jordan Richards is, you can tell on the field that he's actually probably a complete idiot. <laughs> Just look at the angles he was taking covering running backs in the Super Bowl. He's running, like, upfield, like, almost behind the defensive line to go cover a running back. It's disgusting. Oh, you you think it's as smart as they make them it's him a out disgrace. to be, he'd be able to figure out how to tackle people, but, you know. It's honestly a disgrace. Geez. He's very good idiots. It's honestly a disgrace. Where to Brett Grill. He's very good idiots. He's very good idiots. <laughs> <laughs> me, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually – I'm going to get back and save that helling picture, and every time Matt Stafford makes a play, I'm just going to – he's going to post He's it. very good. He's very good idiots. <laughs> uh, very good idiots. Every time Gordon scores a touchdown, along with sparking one up, I have a Flash Gordon theme song that's going up every time from that Ooh. awful movie. I will retweet Absolutely it every single time. terrible movie. Ooh. I like, I like it. I like it. Anything else, boys? Anything you guys need to get off your chest? Cyrus you Jones always... is the X Factor this week, covering Super Danny. I'm telling you. Jesus Christ, Danny. <laughs> I don't know. This is a who's this is a scary season. We get a tough schedule. Yeah, you know, you know, we actually do. I think that they're going to bounce back this week. Actually, I'm going to predict the Patriots win 35 to 24. Okay. By you, Boris. I'm going to go with 42 for the Patriots. Uh, 35 for the Lions. All right, shootout. We we love a shootout. Okay, what's up, Dan? I got thirty-five to seventeen. Patriots win. Sony Michelle has a big day. <laughs> Danny just having the Patriots win all three phases. Patriots win all three phases. I mean, Danny you see what the Jets three. did to him on all three phases. Uh, I, I mean, but Patricia looked like that was his first game ever that he's coached. I mean, like ever in the NFL, he just looked like he had no idea what he's doing. Like he didn't belong there. I think this is going to you know, be a huge bounce back week for New England for the defense, especially. You know, you're, you're probably not wrong, Danny. It'll probably be a bounce back because it's not going to get any worse than what it was last it can't. week. But I just, I can just see the scenario where the, the Lions' offense gives the Patriots a little bit of trouble, not too much, but I don't think, you know, I don't see them scoring less than twenty. I mean, we'll see. Uh, I hope Gilmore has a great game. I mean, he gets slander. I, I slander him sometimes, but he, he really is a good corner. Uh, he fits our system well. I think he's – Is he? I, I think he's, he's – very. He's, what's that? He's very good at it. He's very good at it. He is. I mean, he, I, he was I have covering the confidence. wrong person last week. <laughs> what would you say, Boris? Zero confidence in this defense until they prove me otherwise. <laughs> That's why it's going to be a shootout. Well, wait till about 11 o'clock at Sunday night. Hey, you I'll admit what? I was wrong. But, hey. You... It's, a, it's, a, it's a good test for the Patriots, actually, because 
you know, a lot of people aren't too high on the on the lines, but I think their roster just isn't that bad if you just look if you just look They're at very, it overall. Yeah. Sure they have sure they have the diabetic at head coach, but they also <laughs> have Tate, Galladay, they have they have a couple decent pass catching running backs. They have, they have Jones, they have Stafford. They have their their tackles aren't Yeah, they're they're <coughs> they have Stafford, they you know, their line isn't too bad and you know, the I think the rushing yards were kind of misleading because like I said, I watched that game and I just didn't know where is this is a couple long runs. I think the run defense was probably a little bit better. But Darius Slay plays. It's a formidable team. The linebackers aren't very good, but it's a decent team and a decent test for the Patriots, especially in prime time coming off coming off of that ass whooping. So they're very good. Idiots. I'm ready for it. So yeah, the Detroit Lions. They're very good idiots. <laughs> no, it, it'll be a good test. And, and like I said, I think it'll be a bounce back game. Uh, especially defensively. Boris is shaking his head. He, he disagrees. He's disgusted. <laughs> he, he, he's ready for Belichick <laughs> to go. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be in the Belichick home. hate club president right here. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see uh, Belichick versus Boris. It's the biggest rivalry in sports. <laughs> Name a more iconic duo. You can't. <laughs> you really can't. Sonny Michelle and Vision. Bill Belichick and Boris. It's just really Jordan Everybody Richards and not making tackles. Josh Gordon and Blunt. Blake Bortles and shredding the Patriots. Everybody in Pat's chat just gets on me when I slander Bill, but I'm just – I always let him have it. Not getting away with it in, well, in here, man. Aaron always posts that picture of Belichick with the red lines crossed out, and I, and I die. That's, That's the, the best, best picture. picture. That is the best picture. <laughs> it's funny, like even if like you're pissed off at Belichick at the moment, it's just, it's even if you think he's good, it's just so fucking funny. It's, it's just he's so sarcastic because he always posts the same thing. He's like, "That's enough. Get this man out of here." It was something stupid like that. <laughs> I don't know if you, I don't know if you uh, saw it was last week. Aaron posted that photo underneath one of the uh, reports for the Patriots, and someone was like. I can't like I can't believe you would say that about Bill. And then uh, I forget who in the chat they were like, "Yeah, just let him have it." Yeah, I remember I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> but going a little further down into the season, uh, what's your most feared game like for the Patriots this year? Uh, I don't I don't really have the the schedule. The Vikings on top of my game. Head. There you go. Yeah, the Vikings. Vikings game. I think that defense is better than the Jaguars. Yeah. Well, we play the Packers too. All right, I, I know Aaron. I wouldn't. Aaron Rodgers has a bum knee. Aaron Rodgers has a bum knee, and I can. Yeah, I'm a little scared of Aaron Rodgers, and their defense is a little bit better. I don't know. Uh, Kurt Cousins, as we saw, even though they tied, is a bad man. Oh, here <laughs> we go. This he man is a his bad man. <laughs> Absolutely oh, Jesus fathered Rodgers in Lambeau and still lost. <laughs> I'm not even joking. That throw to Someone make for the a touchdown fo- was one of the best throws I have ever seen. Someone make a photo of the, the X on Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Don't you dare. <laughs> so, right now. If someone make the someone make the photo of Josh Gordon with the X on him with his sunglasses. <laughs> I think the Chiefs he, game will be real tough too. He he better have the sunglasses. <laughs> when he scores a touchdown, I want them fucking sunglasses on. 
Uh, yeah, actually, Danny, you're you're pretty right about the Chiefs. Uh, um, our boy Esquire Price is uh, very high. On the I Chiefs, don't want to talk about Mr. Price. I'm done with him. The Mr. lawyer, Mr. Forehead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, okay, why are you coming out so hot on Mr. I'm Price? I like Price. And I'm mad Mega that he's mind. right about his DVOA <laughs> ratings or whatever the hell he shares. What do you think Josh Gordon's ELO rating is? Uh, 100. Uh, I don't know what the ratings go off of, but 100 for sure. It's perfect. That man has no flaws. <laughs> All right, let's 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 not gas up the lawyer on the podcast, please. That's just an awful person. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know if you just, just look, everyone, uh, look up Jordan Price's at, and then just type his at, and then just type ELO ratings, and just see what That's comes That's all up, his tweets. That's all his laugh. tweets. ELO ratings, question mark? Whenever I see him in up? the past chat, I just say, the lawyer is here. I leave. I leave. <laughs> I, I, I turn my phone off. I lock it. And I just do something else for the time it, being. You can just see the circle when he's typing. It's just all forehead. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll be typing for like five minutes. It's like, sometimes... Jesus Christ, here goes his fucking updated NBA rankings. Like, every Cam, fucking Cam, morning. Cam versus Jordan. Biggest robbery in sports. <laughs> <laughs> Or sometimes he'll give us a poll between player A mega and player virgin B. Vulgar. Mega mind versus mega mega virgin. Vulgar virgin, man. Uh, yeah, if you're listening, actually, uh, shout out to Alper for being a complete bitch and doing something really bitchy for not doing this podcast. So, F you, Alper. Uh, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. Uh, I was looking forward to having Alper on here, but, you know, what are you going to do? He's very good, idiots. He's very bad, <laughs> idiot. All right, boys. Any last words before we leave this legendary podcast? Uh, Sony Michelle, Cyrus Jones, book it. You're welcome. Flash Gordon and his absolute big dick energy is going to fuck up the Lions defense this weekend. We absolutely love it. Well, thanks for coming on, guys. And I'll, I'll tag your at names in this podcast so you guys can get some love and some follow. But thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it. Uh, fuck you, Matt Patricia. Fuck you, Dwayne Allen. Um, let's go, Josh Gordon. Tom Brady's the goat. And fuck Bill Belichick. The, the big X on Bill Belichick. Big red X. Get him out of here. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> All right. See you later, See guys. you. Thanks for having me. See you. Thanks yep. for having me.